So when we are trying to have control, it keeps us in this safety. It keeps us in this kind of just bubble that we might have to protect us when really we're supposed to go out there and fail. If you're not failing, you're failing. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this, but hopefully it's Wednesday and this can be like that nice hump day type motivation to help get you and carry you on into the weekend. If you are a returning listener, always happy to have you and excited that you're here. And if you are new to the show, hey, what's up? I'm Marissa. Let's be friends and excited that you just stumbled upon this possibly, or if we actually know each other, but I'm excited that you're here too. And hopefully this will just give you that midday week motivation, fire into your butt, uh, encouragement to continue just walking strong, know that you are here for a purpose and just the way you are can do so much in your life and impact so many people around you for good. And so hopefully I'm here just to remind you of that and wanted to start off with that. But for those of you who may have no idea who I am, totally fine. Don't expect you to, but I'm originally from California and I've grown up in California my entire life and I love it. I love California. But just recently, I actually moved to a different state. And so I'm in Texas right now, currently in Georgetown, which is a little bit outside of Austin, about like 30 minutes. So I'm somebody who will never really like move. I don't, I'm just not like a city girl, you know, like I will enjoy the city from afar. So all of you that are listening that live in a big city don't know how you do it. I mean, I try and just go to Trader Joe's when I need like the little protein granola that I love that they have. And it takes me like one, 30 minutes to get there, but two, just the whole parking situation. Like, can I just roll up to the grocery store, get off, get my thing and get out? It's just like a parking garage and this whole ordeal. But hey, it's just not for me, but that's why I say I like to enjoy it from afar. Like if I, I love going into the city so far, I've been here for about two months in Texas, Georgetown specifically. And, but I love going into the city. They ha- they're always having events. Like my fiance and I went when his brother was here and we were eating at Voodoo Donuts and one of their favorite reggae artists were playing that night. It was a Sunday and we bought tickets. And so there's just always something to do. And I love that about a city itself. And when people come and visit, I mean, there's always something to do. And 
I'm somebody that just, you know, likes exploring and likes being a little adventurous. We've gone paddleboarding. So, but also I'm new to the area still. So if anybody out there has any recommendations on what to do in Austin, specifically where to eat, because I am also a big foodie. So I'm constantly on Yelp, on asking people when I go around, like, where's your favorite place to eat? So then I can just like continue adding it to my running list um, of things to do. So if you've been to Austin, live in Austin, let's be friends. One, if you live in Austin and two, just tell me what to do. So we do have an Instagram where you can come and connect with me, a community. It's at the girl who can Instagram. We post things about the episode inspiration pieces and also you connect with me on my personal instagram at aris lujano um so either one doesn't matter but i'd love to just learn more about you and know you on a personal level too so i'm always open to just being your friend and with all of that said if anybody has moved ever in their entire life knows just kind of like how much of a pain it is it's exciting but also it's just a lot i mean transition change all of those things are kind of slapped on what moving is and your life is just in boxes you realize how much stuff you have and you realize that you don't need all that stuff just things just come out of the woodworks you're like okay how many boxes do i actually need and there's so many things to do and so that's kind of how these past two three months have been for me just routine is off and if you know me i'm just somebody who really thrives off of routine and having control and knowing what's next and so this transition has i mean it's been hard it's been hard on me just mentally to to have a be in this different season of life and accept it and so when my fiance and i first made the decision that we wanted to move to austin also or austin area we have never ever been to this area so we were kind of just doing it blindly but we just felt in our hearts that this was a place for us to be we just had this really good feeling about it so we were just putting faith in that and being obedient to just okay this is where we're gonna maybe plant some roots and so he moved about two weeks before me because his job was starting a little bit before mine but just leading up to this me finding a job was a little bit more difficult and I, we knew that this was the area we wanted to move to. And so people were, I I was sharing this with my friends and people were saying, just quit and move. Like you will find a job over there. You will find a job. You are a hard worker and there's so many jobs. It's a big city, you know, all that good stuff. And, but I am somebody who likes security and I am also a responsible adult that has (laughs) bills to pay. So I just didn't feel right moving without a job. I literally even had friends give me interventions. They were like, Arissa, you're the one that's always telling us to do these risky, bold things. And you're the one out there living your life and living off faith and go and do this. Be spontaneous. You are intentional with your time and it's not like you're going to go over there and sit there and twiddle your thumbs, you know? So I literally had friends tell this and I just tell this to me and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I like security. I like knowing what's next. I like the control. And so I was applying for jobs for months leading up to us moving here and giving us that time frame of, okay, April time was when we were going to move. And so I did find a job. And to be honest, the job that I found, it wasn't my dream job. I felt like I had settled and it was honestly work 
that I had said out loud before that I never wanted to do. But I was just getting to a point where I wasn't finding a job um, that was going to utilize my master's degree. And I was just getting desperate and I was lacking patience. And I felt like I just, I was ready to move. This was uh, something on our hearts for a while and it just needed to be done. And I just couldn't move without the security of a job. So I settled for this job that I had found. And so I packed up my things. I, I, I accepted the job. I packed up my things, had a start date for the job, moved the whole ordeal, you know, packing, drove from California to Texas. Shout out dad for <laughs> helping me with that because that was a long drive. I think we did it in about like two and a half days, but it was fun. You know, road trips are fun, especially, you know, I got to spend some time with my dad and did some margarita stops and checked out New Mexico. And so it was still a good time. It was purposeful. But so we get here after the two and a half days of the drive and I was supposed to be starting the job, I think within like five or seven days. I I know what you're thinking. Why did you give yourself just such little time to get settled and all that thing before starting a job? Also, mind you, I didn't really have, we, we didn't really have like a place to live. We were staying at a friend's house. So, you know, still like this whole messy middle situation, but you know, me being a control freak, I was trying to control my schedule and make sure that I was staying productive and busy and really not giving myself time to rest. So I got here and I was going to start the new job in about five days and I had already completed some online training and I get an email literally within 24 hours of being here and it was an email explaining to me that I needed to be closer. They The job wanted me to live closer to the sites I would be working at. And like I had mentioned, I, I was staying at a friend's house at this point and I had applied for apartments and I hadn't heard anything back. Luckily, you know, my fiance was here with me. And so there is still some security in my environment. Um, but I, we don't know anything about where we're living, like where to go in Austin, um, things like that. And so long story short, that job ended up resenting their offer to me. So I had no job. I moved, yes for the new chapter of my fiance and I, but the control I was trying to have around what I was going to be doing job-wise was now gone. I was left jobless, no income, no schedule, no control. But there are two sides to the sword here that I really kind of want to dig a little bit deeper into. And I was having a conversation with Tyler Literally the day that I got here, knowing that I was going to be starting a job, Tyler's the name of my fiance, by the way, um, I was having a conversation with Tyler, like about um, the day that I got here about the job that I was going to be starting in five days. And I literally said to him, if I close my eyes and I think about my best self, it would not be in this job. And then later that night or the next morning, I got that email saying that, you know, they wanted to talk about where I was going to be living and ended up pulling the offer from under the rug with me. And so, I mean, it sucked the reality of, okay, I don't have a job. I left, I left my old job in California to come here um, because I was at this time frame because I was starting this job at this time, but I knew it wasn't something that I was going to love. And so I do believe that this act of this job being taken away from me was God saying, to me, hand over your control and surrender. I got it. Just have the faith in me. 
And, and I believe that this is what happens when we and myself try and take control. We try and take full control of our lives and it often leads to constant disappointment and really unmet expectations of ourselves, what we're going to be doing and everyone around us. And I'm not saying like just let others push you around and listen to people in your life and be influenced by anyone and everyone around you and just be like, you know, a feather floating around the wind. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying we need to be first guided and influenced by great people around us and then have God point us in a direction that inspires our life, that aligns with our values, not just our surface level desires of, for example, mine was just having control and making money in a job and having a set schedule, having a set income, having this sense of security. But what was important that I didn't realize was a job that that uses my gifts, that grows my talents and helps me serve others because that's what I love to do. That's where my strengths lie. And you know what's funny about this whole situation is that when I was left jobless, um, it actually led to the launch of this podcast. I remember when they gave me the news of you're not having, you don't have this job anymore. It was... I I cried for sure. I bawled my eyes out because the reality is that, yes, I don't have a job, but there there was also this, there's, there was these tears of, of joy, um, in a sense, because this podcast was something that was planted on my heart for a while, but I felt like I never had time. I felt like I never had time to invest in it because I was always trying to take control of everything else in my life. And the fact that there was now a space opened up for me to invest in you, whoever you are listening, and now share this story of kind of a full circle. And it might have come in a slap in my face to let go of control and just let things be. But it became so clear that we need to have faith and just surrender our control. I mean, this podcast doesn't make me money, but I have faith that it will bring fruit to whoever is listening and who whoever's on the other side of, you know, this microphone. And I think I'm able to sit here and say this because I was at this crossroads mentally of you know, when I got the information about the job, I was at this crossroads mentally of, am I going to feel sorry for myself or Am I going to embrace this season and just see what this season of stillness and no control that I might have directly has for me? What does this season have for me? And before I go further, I I want to empathize with anybody who has lost a job before because you feel hopeless. Um, you feel discouraged and especially going through COVID, you know, there was so many that, that lost their job and maybe you have a family to feed, you have bills to pay. I mean, we have life to live, right? And my heart goes out to you because I know what that is like and I know what that's like. And I want you to know that there is a testimony on the other side of this test that you're going through. So keep taking action, but know you don't have to have it all figured out and it's okay. That's the whole reason why there is this whole thing called faith and surrendering to to your own control and just putting one foot in front of the other and having that faith to know you will be taken care of. And 
So going back to this crossroads that I was at um, of letting go of my control and embracing this season or feeling bad for myself, this kind of ties into like, you know, we can either feel bad for ourselves or we can embrace it. And when I say embrace it, I don't mean fake it till you make it. I really just mean facing it until you make it. And that means that we cannot control our circumstances. We cannot control if a job is going to be taken away away from us tomorrow. We cannot control if someone's going to hit our car tomorrow. And so we can't control those circumstances, but you can control how you respond and how you feel about it. And so I chose to control how I responded. And that was an act of surrender to the thought that I don't need to have it all figured out, but I do need to use this opportunity to stay close to the one who does, which for me is God. I'm a Christian and I have a big faith, but I know that it is so easy to feel bad for ourselves. And I'm not saying that I am perfect and that thought never, you know, came through my head. Like I said before, it was hard. There were days where I was crying. There were days where I just felt anxiety and disappointment because I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I packed up my entire life and I moved over here. And yes, I still had the support from Tyler and I'm so fortunate of that. And it's not like I was living, you know, I was kicked out on the streets, but it, it was very different than what my normal routine was. It was a different season that I didn't know how to navigate. I, and I realized that maybe I wasn't like good with change. Maybe I thought I was just like this strong individual, but all of a sudden when things are out of my control, whoa, I don't know what to do. And I had to act fast, right? Like I had bills to pay and I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good saver. So I was, I was able to still enjoy life, but you know, that doesn't last forever. And I needed to be smart with what I was doing and my time. But something that I came to realize, you know, in this season that was kind of carved out for me of rest per se, is that rest is so, so important, but what we do with it matters even more. So for example, I'm, you know, I was carved out this time of not having a job, not having a routine, and I launched this podcast. I was intentional with what my rest is. And I know that might sound to some people like you created work for yourself and maybe I did, but it was intentional work that really um, tapped into serving. And so if you're in a season that's maybe a little slow right now, or maybe you're busy and you need to get back to a little bit of boredom. And if that is you, just a reminder that control is an illusion we can never really operate out of having full control. We can control how we respond to the circumstances, but the circumstances themselves, we can't control. And if we operate from a place we're feeling like, yes, we can control the circumstances, we're just setting ourselves up for complete disappointment. And that is because our dreams, my dreams, are so small compared to what is actually in store for us. We are dreamers, we can imagine things, and I think that is such a beautiful thing that we can do, but we can only go so far. We have to believe in the things that we can't see and have faith in the impossible because our human minds sometimes think of these like realistic goals, right? And I think realistic goals are great, but there is something bigger out there for you, something more for you to experience that sometimes we get scared of when we are in our own control, where we don't go after that goal because we feel like we can't do it. 
we don't go after that job or we don't go after that pursue that person maybe in our life maybe it's a relationship type thing because we don't feel worthy I don't know where I heard that and I think I've said that before in the podcast but I love it if you're not failing you're failing and this might on the outside might have seemed like a failure like oh my gosh I don't have a job I am a failure but changing the way you feel about it and having the response to get up and continue having the faith by putting one foot in front of the other so that's why I truly do feel like having control is holding you back from achieving your goals and your dreams. And so just surrendering, surrendering over that control today, that's what this reminder is. And just to continue the story, give you the full picture here. And so I applied for jobs. I applied for jobs for about, I mean, every single day I would, I felt like applying if any of you, side note, if any of you guys have applied for jobs, I'm sure you have before, but it is a job. I mean, I kind of forgot how just time consuming it was, especially when you're in that, like operating out of that desperation type mode, like you have to change your resume, you have to change your cover letter, all these things. Oh my goodness. Somebody out there who maybe is works for LinkedIn, make the process easier. It is a pain. But anyways, I was applying for jobs and I wasn't having the best of luck. And granted, I know things don't happen overnight, but I was applying for jobs and I was getting discouraged because I wasn't hearing back from anybody or the pays weren't good. And I was actually applying for jobs that I thought were going to pay me more. And I thought would utilize my education, like my master's that I had just gotten. And, but they still weren't like, what I knew I was good at and I wasn't having any luck. I was still trying to have control over the situation. And then one day I saw, it was like a LinkedIn post for a registered dietitian, a health and nutrition online coach. And I knew that that is something that I've done before that I'm good at. And I I do truly love to do it. And so I thought, why not? Let's apply. And I think, you know, where the story is going here and I ended up getting an email back that night for an interview, had an interview the next day, had a second interview literally within 72 hours for this job. And it was just moving so fast and it just felt so right because I knew that this was something that I did love to do, but I was still trying to have control and apply for other things that I thought would be good for me. But in reality, taking applying for this job that I knew was serving other women and utilizing my gifts, I knew that's where I needed to stay all along. And when I focused on my gifts and my talents, and I allowed God to just move into that space and show me that, the rewards do follow. And that job that I'm now in is more abundant. And so I'm just so grateful and wanted to share just like that full kind of, and I wouldn't even say like it's a full circle story because I'm still (laughs) kind of in the messy middle right now. And so I said this earlier, like this is continuing to be a message for myself too, to try and let go of the control. And this is a big message that I really want to emphasize on this show, on this podcast is embracing the messy middle and the perfection, because that is what life is. You know, we're constantly going through different changes and challenges and trying to know what's next and have that control. But in reality, it's We can have some sort of control, like I said, over how we feel about the circumstance. And ultimately that can lead to taking action and action steps um, that will maybe help change 
the situation, but the circumstances we can't really change fully. And knowing that you can't have full control over the circumstance sometimes, it it allows you to live in this place of freedom and it is so much more rewarding. And so as always, I want you to achieve that goal, achieve that dream, and just trying to give you a little bit of insight of what I've been through, what I've walked through, and what I'm going through to hopefully know that you are not alone and hopefully just be that friend in your ear to to connect with as well. And as always, as said in the, the beginning of the episode, come over, hang out with me on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast and my personal Instagram at Aris Lujano always there to be your friend. And if you can please leave me a review on Apple podcast or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, it helps me out so much. But until then, friends, I will see you next Wednesday. Have a good week.